This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover, and today in episode 220, I'm going to be talking to you about how to use the internet to find the right curriculum for your child. Recently, I've noticed in many of the Facebook groups I'm in, people saying, we've just pulled our child out of school and about to homeschool, and I don't know where to start. What curriculum should I use? Perhaps you are You've already done that. Perhaps you're considering pulling your child out of school, or maybe you've even been homeschooling for a while and you know that what you're doing isn't working. Well, there is no one perfect curriculum. And every time I see that those posts, I just scroll on by because the answer is long and complicated. And unfortunately, you, the homeschool parent, have to do the work, have to put in the work to figure out what curriculum you should be using. So today, I'm not going to be pointing you to some magic place. Instead, I'm going to be giving you suggestions on how to go about it so that you can figure out what is the right curriculum for your child and for your family. The very first thing that you need to do before you start looking for that curriculum is to ask yourself some questions. I've got four questions that I suggest you ask yourself. Once you've answered those, then you're in a better place to go and start asking other people for help because you don't even know what to ask yet, which those of us who are already homeschooling realize that. And so you'll find those threads, you typically find people saying, well, and they start to ask these questions. So the first thing you need to be asking yourself is what kind of a homeschooler do I want to be? I'm not talking about you want to be a good homeschooler or a bad homeschooler, but rather the homeschool style. Show sponsor Funder Fund Academy has just put together a post on homeschooling styles. I will link to it in the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. But you can also just go to Funder Funder Academy and look at their blog. And if it's not the one, the first one there, which it will be if you're listening to this soon after it comes out, otherwise just um, just search in the search box for it. If you are new to homeschooling, you probably haven't heard these terms and you don't even know what they mean. The blog post is not overwhelming. It's just a short description of each. And as you go through, you can start to think that resonates with me or that doesn't. So, you know, there's just um, traditional homeschooling, which is sort of more based on a traditional school curriculum. There's classical homeschooling, which follows a specific methodology. Then there's unschooling. Um, And that is just the idea of kind of letting it be child-led and going with their interests and working around it. It sounds very chaotic. Uh, It's not actually quite as chaotic as it sounds. I didn't do it, but I do know of people who've done it successfully, um, at least in the early years. Um, There's eclectic homeschooling, which I guess is what I was. Uh, we used a little bit of everything. Um, we used different things. So a lot of what I did was fairly classical or traditional, but then I added in other elements uh, as it fitted my family. There's Charlotte Mason, Montessori, Waldorf, unit studies, which works well for the younger ones where you take one idea and kind of dive into it and you do all your math and your reading and everything around it. 
um, or you can use unit studies as a supplement. So for us, it was again part of the eclectic homeschooling. And then there is online homeschooling, which is what many people are turning to and thinking that is the only way, but it's not. It's, as you can tell, it's the last one I've I've, I've um, offered you. Of course, Show Sponsor Funder Fund Academy is an online homeschooling um, academy, but it's not a an all-in-one. So you can do that. You can find one where literally you can go on and do all the classes, or you'll find like ours, we offer um, different topics and we... You know, there's also like True North Homeschooling, who also offers, you can go and take one class of theirs, one class of ours, a class of somebody else's. And then maybe you go and you buy a tr traditional curriculum for another, um, maybe for your math, you do it like that. So there are all these different ways of doing things. And you just need to start off by investigating what these are and starting to narrow it down. And you obviously will have to do some research as you think, oh, that one sounds interesting. Go do a bit of a deeper dive and eventually figure out how you are going to want to approach homeschooling. Obviously, it will. Um, some of it will be, um, you know, are you, are you having to work as well? Are you working inside the home, outside the home? Because that might affect your ability to be actually be very involved in the homeschooling or if you need to be more hands off. And you may need to decide, you know, based on that as well. Second thing you want to look at is what is your child's learning style? Uh, you know, are they more visual? Are they more um, auditory? Do they really like hands-on? That again will affect which one of those you choose to do. So again, you know, you you don't want to just do something because somebody else is doing it and is successful with their family. It may not be successful for you. So you need to stop and just think a little bit about your child and watch them. That's why I said, also, you know, you can just take a week off and just don't have to rush into starting homeschooling. You can just have a look, just do some fun things, go on field trips, read some books together, watch some, you know, shows that are educational and start to see what sticks and what works for your child. Um, another question to ask is what is your goal in homeschooling? And there are many different things. You know, are you um are you trying to give your child more self-confidence? Was that taken away from them in, in public school? Are you doing it for a period and then you're going to put them back into high school? Uh, are you preparing them for a trade school? Are you preparing them for college? There is no one right answer. It's whatever you are trying to do will again affect the way you go about it. And finally, you do have to be practical and say, what can I afford? Uh, you know, if if you have limitless money, you don't have a problem. But otherwise, you may need to pick the eclectic approach where you spend some money on some more expensive things and you do other things that are free or cheap and mix it up. Um you, you know, it's that I can't say for you, you know, it's every family, you can homeschool almost entirely free. There are a lot of free resources online. It's going to take you a lot more work to pull that together in a way that um, is going to give your child a good education, but it's doable. Uh, when we moved here and we started, I was kind of in between years and I used the library a lot just because, um, you know, our books hadn't arrived. We we came from South Africa and everything was on a boat. So it just took us a while. And we were just using online resources, library resources. And then eventually we figured out what which style we wanted and moved into that. So that's my first thing. Just pause and start to investigate what different styles, what's out there. Um, and I said there are price points for everything. 
Uh, and obviously, you know, you don't always have to spend a lot of money to get something good quality, but there's also the the general thing that, you know, if you're wanting something better quality, sometimes you do have to pay a little more. But again, all look at your budget, figure it all out. Once you've got an idea of what's out there and what's possible and what might work for your family, this is the time to start asking questions. This is where you start wanting to get um, suggestions from others about how to go about things and what to use. Facebook groups are fantastic and there are different types. You first of all get very specialized ones. So for instance, if you've decided that you think Charlotte Mason just gels with you and that's the way you want to go. There are Charlotte Mason Facebook groups. If you have a child with learning disabilities, you'll be able to find ones with that because again there, that's going to affect their learning style and what your goal is. If you're a secular homeschooler, you can find that. If you're a Christian homeschooler, you can find that. You can also find one based on age groups. So for instance, Funder Funder Academy has one um, homeschooling middle school and we have another one that's homeschooling the college bound teen. I'll put the links to both of those in the show notes too, or you can just go and search for them on Facebook. You get more general ones where you have moms of all different ages in there and they're just kind of sharing different ideas. So look out for those too. You know, as you start to find blogs and um, people to follow, maybe other podcasts, you can start following those. And then there are your local Facebook groups. Go and look for one in your town, in your area, and there you can start asking questions as well, because that'll also give you what local um, options there are, like co-ops, which is not online, obviously, um, but you know you, you can start to add those things in. You can also go and look at forums. When I started homeschooling, I used the Well-Trained Mind forum a lot, and um, although they are a, the actual Well-Trained Mind website itself is an example of classic classical homeschooling, the forums have people of you know, using lots of different curriculum, and it's a great place to ask. Uh, a lot of the, peop the um, people on there are preparing their students for college, so it worked well for me, and it's still around now, and I was using it years ago. And then the third way you could actually find answers to your questions and even get a, more information about different types of homeschooling is with AI. Um, if you've been listening to my previous episodes on ChatGPT, you will know that I've been playing around with it a lot. Um, if you haven't, go and listen because it can help you. You can go and say, you know, tell me more about this type of homeschooling. You can say, which providers um, fit in with this? And it will give you places to start. Now, it's not going to tell you everything. It's not perfect. But again, it's just one place where you can get a lot of information in a short amount of time. Now, let's say you have asked your questions in these different groups and you've now narrowed it down and you've perhaps got five or six different types of curriculum or um, online providers, whatever it is that you want to now go and investigate. Well, again, the internet is your friend. You're now going to go and start looking at reviews. Different places to look at it. First of all, um, a lot of homeschoolers will review various different um, uh, products that they are using. And you'll find often that they will review things like what I'm doing for eighth grade or what I did for eighth grade. Maybe at the beginning of the year, they'll say what they're planning to do and why. And when they get to the end, they will say what they did and um, and why they did it and how it, it came about. And so um, you can look out for those type of posts. 
And you can start to think to yourself, well, yes, they sound like a similar family to me. If it worked for them, maybe it will work for us too. You can also go and look on the actual products and see the reviews that are, are left there. Obviously, you can find many products on Amazon, so you'll get Amazon reviews, but also many of us who have our own websites do have um, a review option. So on our Funder Fund Academy, you can go and read reviews that the students or their parents have left on various products of ours. And again, you can look and say, oh, that sounds like a good fit or it doesn't. You could go onto YouTube and find um, demonstrations of people using the different um, curricula out there. Again, their reviews as they go through different things, TikTok, wherever, whatever is your jam, where you like to be on social media, you will be able to find people sharing what's worked for them and what has not. So these are reviews from other people to try and get a good idea. Once you have perhaps narrowed it down even further or now got your shortlist of what you think you want to buy, the last thing you need to do before you actually start to purchase is to try and look at a sample or a demo. Again, you will find many websites do have this. I know I would even with my with my teens, I would sit with them or make them sit and look at the demos, particularly things like math, to make sure it was going to work for them. I knew that, you know, if they had, we picked um, math with a DVD or something like that, and they really just didn't like the person's voice, it was going to be a problem all year long. So they would, I would often narrow it down and say, you can have this math curriculum or that one you pick. And they would go and take a look and decide which one they preferred. Obviously, younger children, you may have to decide for them. But you can see demonstrations of so many things. Again, Funder Funder Academy does have a whole demo classroom for our full year classes. And we do have some samples to show you what is in our uh, web-based unit studies. Check your refund policies as well. Look under FAQs on a website so that if you do buy something that's expensive, you know whether you can get your money back or not. So, you know, you could be a little less careful if you know you've got a week or two to decide that this is not working for us. If you don't, if they don't offer any refund, you want to be fairly careful before you start out. If it costs you a lot of money, that whatever you're choosing is going to work for you. But so many people now do have samples of what they're selling and, you know, you can take a look. Sometimes it's even, um, you know, standalone uh, free samples of the type of thing that they sell. And you can you can just pretty much, you know, sort of try before you buy. And if you can't see anything on the website, reach out and you can ask providers, do they have something that they can show you? And you might just have missed it. And, you know, that's a really good way for you to make sure about, you know, what you're about to buy. And then, of course, once you've done all this work, you're ready to buy. And, you know, you'll have come a long way. You'll have a much better understanding of what homeschooling is. It's a lot of different things. It's, it's whatever works for each family. It's the way that you will realize is best for your child to prepare them for the future that lies ahead. And that it's not like at public schools where you just buy a curriculum and, you know, the your department head chooses which one you're going to do, or, you know, maybe it's the school boards or however it works in different places, decides this is what you're going to do. It's not like that at all. Um, you as the parent need to think about what's going to work for you and then find that fit. And just on a final note, if you do try something and it doesn't work, 
you have not failed if you just say this is not working and you have to start again. Now, I know sometimes you spend a lot of money and if you can't get a refund, you just have to stick with it. But if you can get your refund or if it hasn't cost you too much, try and sell it used and start again. That is far better if you can do that than to have a miserable year in, in any subject, um, which is also one of the reasons why it's a good idea if you're not using one site for all subjects, because then if it doesn't work, you know, and you're locked in to one specific style, it could be problematic. Well, if you have any questions after listening to this, come along to our Facebook group. We have one for homeschooling with technology, and it's the it's our, um, our podcast community group. Again, the link will be in the show notes, but come and join us there, and you're welcome to ask questions after you've listened to this, and um, I will be happy to try and help you, and I know many of the people in that group would be happy to share what they're doing as well. Well, I hope you found this useful. And if you did, please share this with a friend who might also gain some use out of it and to give us a rating and review on whatever podcast player you're using. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.